Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 5th of October, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddaramaiah will contemplate raising senior citizen pensions pending the next budget announcement. The proposal, pressed by cabinet member Lakshmi Hebbalkar, aims to increase the current rupees 1000 pension to rupees 2000. Siddaramaiah emphasizes respect for elders and pledges strict action against communal incidents. Stone pelting in Shivamogga saw 60 arrests, refuting BJP claims of rising violence under Congress. In other headlines, recent rains in Karnataka have boosted inflow into Krishnarajasagar Dam, reaching the 100-feet mark. The water level stands at 100.36 feet against a max of 124.80 feet. The dam's full capacity is 49.452 TMC feet, current capacity at 23.095 TMC feet and live capacity at 14.715 TMC feet. Following orders from the Kaveri Water Management Authority to release 3,000 Qsecs, Karnataka has been releasing over 2,000 Qsecs for a month, sparking protests from farmers and Kannada organizations. In some more news, Karnataka's Transport Minister Ramalinga Reddy clarified that carpooling in Bengaluru is not banned but requires government permission for commercial operation. The Transport Department's ban on app-based services like QuickRide and BlaBlaCar stemmed from complaints of using personal vehicles for profit, violating motor vehicle rules. Violators may face penalties and RC suspension. After meeting with carpooling aggregators, Reddy requested 10 days to address their concerns. Up next, the BBMP opposed geotagging stray dogs in Bengaluru, challenging AH and VS and NGO Pawfriend.in's pilot project. Despite success in Mumbai, BBMP cites the ongoing ABC ARV program and vows an alternate approach. Experimenting on strays is prohibited with legal action threatened. Mumbai's project tagged 100-plus strays showing no behavioral changes. Funding came from volunteers. Now on to other news. A forest department probe reveals 18 acres of forest land near Bharatiya city in North Bengaluru worth approximately rupees 500 crores was wrongly designated as revenue land. Allegedly done by the assistant commissioner, this move could lead to encroachments and illegal grants. Forest Minister Ishwar B. Khandre ordered the investigation in response to a complaint. The vigilance report highlights concerns of a conspiracy to grab forest land, resulting in new encroachments. Despite being classified as forest in 2006, legal battles ensued over ownership. In 2017, the Supreme Court upheld its status. Moving on to prevent a recurrence of the recent Trevor Noah show cancellation due to poor acoustics, Bengaluru's event management body is formulating a comprehensive checklist for its 300 members. This comes after criticism of both Book My Show and Trevor's team for oversight. The checklist comprising 20 plus rules includes soil checks for outdoor events and emphasizes venue capacity considerations. Emergency plans for parking, exits and contingencies like stampedes will also be outlined. Meanwhile, the New India Foundation NIF in Bengaluru invites applications for its second round of translation fellowships. Translators can propose projects in 10 Indian languages focusing on non-fiction and historical texts post 1850. The jury includes political scientist Neerja Jayal Gopal, historian Srinath Raghavan, and entrepreneur Manish Sabarwal. The 6-month fellowships offer a stipend of rupees 6 lakh each with winning translations expected to be published by the end of 2024. 
On a different note, Manipal Hospitals unveiled the SOS QR code initiative to aid individuals with heart conditions in emergencies. The One Scan Can Save a Life project aims to provide prompt assistance within the crucial golden hour. Various institutions plan to install the QR code at key locations. Manipal Hospitals also advocated for mandatory CPR training in educational and civic institutions. The initiative will soon be implemented across schools and police training academies in Karnataka. National News Moving on to the national news, the BJP put up hoardings in Delhi's ITO area and at the AAP office, demanding Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal's resignation amidst ongoing ED raids on AAP MP Sanjay Singh. The hoardings accused Singh of involvement in a liquor scam and called for Kejriwal's resignation. The BJP also planned a mega protest at the AAP headquarters. The raids triggered a verbal clash between the two parties with allegations of corruption. Meanwhile, a glacial lake outburst in North Sikkim's Lonak Lake caused a flash flood in Tista River, leaving around 23 army personnel missing. Numerous vehicles are submerged. The sudden release of water from the Chungtang Dam raised water levels downstream by 15 to 20 feet. Army establishments in the valley were affected, with details being confirmed. Sikkim's Disaster Management Authority reported seven confirmed missing persons, stating the exact count remains uncertain. In more news, IIT Bombay students claim a rupees 10,000 fine for protesting against table segregation in the hostel canteen for vegetarians. The Ambedkar Periyar Phule Study Circle criticised the administration's action, likening it to upholding untouchability. The Mess Council had earlier designated six tables for vegetarians, warning of penalties for violations. The IITB administration did not respond for comment. Shifting our focus, Hindustan Aeronautics Limited presented the inaugural LCA Tejas twin-seater aircraft to the Indian Air Force IAF. The twin-seater variant caters to IAF's training needs and can serve as a fighter when required. The event, attended by Union Minister Ajay Bhatt, featured the unveiling and official handover. The LCA Tejas is a state-of-the-art all-weather multi-role aircraft boasting advanced technologies and materials, showcasing India's prowess in defence capabilities. In a general weather update for the country, Delhi experienced its first sub-20 degrees Celsius temperature of the season due to clear skies and cold northwesterly winds, according to the India Meteorological Department. Safdarjung Station recorded 18.3 degrees Celsius, 4 degrees below normal for this period, marking the earliest dip below 20 degrees Celsius in a decade. This drop in temperature is attributed to reduced moisture and clear skies resulting in faster heat loss at night. International news. Turning our attention to international news, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau emphasized a desire to avoid escalating tensions with India amidst reports of India requesting several Canadian diplomats to leave. Trudeau stated they aim to maintain constructive relations during this challenging time, highlighting the importance of on-ground diplomats for supporting Canadians. Earlier, Canada had adjusted staff presence in India due to social media threats. In ongoing news, a gag order has been imposed in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial after he posted unfounded claims about a judge's clerk on his Truth social platform. Trump's remarks were deemed inappropriate by the state Supreme Court Justice Arthur Ngoron, who emphasized he would not tolerate personal attacks on his staff. The trial, part of multiple legal battles Trump faces, will influence the future of his New York real estate empire. In a recent development, China has deployed diverse methods to interfere in Taiwan's January elections, warns a senior Taiwanese security official. Tactics range from military pressure to disseminating fake news and manipulating polls. Taiwan remains vigilant against Beijing's efforts to influence election outcomes favoring pro-China candidates. 
the National Security Bureau Director General Tsai Ming-yen stresses the importance of monitoring potential collaboration between Chinese authorities and polling firms for possible opinion poll manipulation. In some other news, France is convening emergency meetings to address the escalating bedbug problem now seen as a significant public health concern. Reports of sightings in trains, Paris metro and cinemas have elevated the issue. The situation is amplified with France hosting the Rugby World Cup and preparing for the 2024 Olympics. Two schools have been temporarily closed in Marseille and Villefranche-sur-Swan. Transport Minister Clement Bion will lead discussions to assess the situation and reinforce measures for traveller safety. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Dunzo, the delivery startup, has reportedly postponed salary payments for former employees, citing the current business situation. The Bengaluru-based company informed ex-staffers that pending dues, including June and July salaries, if any, will be settled in January-February 2024. Other remaining payments, such as August-September wages, will also be addressed by this timeline. Dunzo previously set multiple deadlines to clear these dues but failed to meet them. In more business news, Aditya Puri, former MD and CEO of HDFC Bank, has taken on the role of senior advisor at Deloitte Touche Tomatsu Limited Deloitte in India. Romer Shetty, CEO of Deloitte South Asia, lauded Puri as a visionary leader and valuable asset to the business world, highlighting his potential to drive transformative change in the financial services sector. Puri commended Deloitte for its commitment to innovation, emphasizing the importance of accessible credit solutions for all, especially underserved communities. Next up, in some tech news, Zoom is set to introduce word processing to its suite of tools, a move aimed at countering competition from Microsoft Teams. The collaborative document editor, akin to Google Docs, will integrate AI-generated summaries from Zoom meetings. Amid stiff competition, Zoom is expanding its offerings, including features from the recently acquired employee communication service, WorkVivo. The company's fiscal year revenue surged to $4.1 billion in 2022, driven by pandemic-induced demand. Moving on, Larson & Tubro's power business arm has secured an order worth up to Rs 2,500 crores from West Bengal Power Development Corporation Limited. The contract, falling under the significant category, involves setting up wet flue gas desulfurization systems for a thermal power plant at Sagardigi, West Bengal. This marks LNT's first FGD project from a state-owned power utility, contributing to the government's drive to reduce SO2 emissions. In market news for October 5th, the Sensex experienced a decline of 396.07 points or 0.60%, settling at 65,116.03, while the Nifty dropped 121.20 points or 0.62% to 19,407.60. Among the listed shares, 927 showed advancement, 2,206 faced decline and 93 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee faced a drop due to sluggish domestic markets and continued selling by foreign institutions institutional investors. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. In the sequel to the YRF spy universe, War 2 director Ayan Mukherjee will reportedly bring together Salman Khan, Shah Rukh Khan and Hrithik Roshan for the first time. The film, commencing shooting this October, will feature NTR Jr. and Kiara Advani alongside Hrithik. The storyline unites Kabir, Tiger and Patan in a thrilling espionage narrative. Aditya Chopra's YRF Spy Universe continues to expand with highly anticipated releases. 
In news from Hollywood, Joker for Lee Ardo is set to premiere on October 4, 2024. Director Todd Phillips shared a sneak peek of Joaquin Phoenix in the iconic Joker role, set against a backdrop of vibrant umbrellas in the rain-soaked Gotham. The film, which introduces Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, promises a musical twist marking a departure from the first installment's dark tone. The sequel's completion was announced in April, building anticipation among fans. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Ravi Teja starer pan-India film Tiger Nageshwara Rao released its action-packed trailer. The film, featuring Nupur Sanon, Gayatri Bharadwaj, Jishu Sengupta and Anupam Kher, hits theatres on October 20th. The trailer introduces Tiger as a formidable force embarking on a mission to thwart a train heist, setting the stage for intense action and drama. The film is set against the backdrop of the 1970s and is based on true events. In sports news, legendary cricketer Sachin Tendulkar has been named the global ambassador for the Men's Cricket World Cup 2023. Tendulkar, who played in six World Cups, will present the trophy before the opening match. He expressed his excitement, saying, Marquee events like the World Cup see dreams in young minds. Other ICC ambassadors include Vivian Richards, A.B. de Villiers, Eon Morgan and more. In more sports updates, Indian race walkers Manjurani and Ram Babu secured bronze in the 35km mixed team event at the Asian Games. Rani and Babu, national record holders, clocked a total time of 5 hours, 51 minutes and 14 seconds, finishing behind China and Japan. This was the inaugural occurrence of the 35km race walk mixed team event at the Asian Games, set to debut in the 2024 Paris Olympics. Wrapping up sports news, Arjun Maini, Hubert Haupt and Sebastian Baud, piloting the number 79, Mercedes-AMG GT3 faced a setback during the endurance race of the GT World Challenge in Barcelona. A pit stop mishap cost them 20 seconds, resulting in a drop of six positions. Arjun's strong stint in the last hour, despite interruptions, helped him secure fourth place in the bronze class, ultimately clinching second in the overall endurance championship. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. The Neve Literature Festival 2023, happening on October 7th and 8th, celebrates children's literature. The theme, What is Childhood Without Stories, acknowledges post-pandemic challenges faced by kids. With 76 speakers, including Nasiruddin Shah and Ashim Ahluwalia, the event features masterclasses, readings, performances and interactive sessions. Catch Ace Comic Vinay Bhatia as he headlines his latest stand-up special, Blur, performing live at the Art Gully Studio Koromangla 4th Block on the 7th of October at 6pm. Immerse yourself in an extraordinary musical event featuring music maestro Kailash Kerr and his band Kailasa, performing live at the Orion Mall Rajajinaga on the 7th of October at 6pm. Join a beginner's class with the exclusive Mural Magic Wall Art Workshop. Conducted by ACE Art Experts, happening at the Small World Estibed Koromangla on the 8th of October at 10am. You can also catch the insanely funny Madhur Virli in his latest show, performing live at the Art Coach JP Naga on the 8th of October at 8pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect partly cloudy skies. The day will see a high of 30 degrees Celsius and a comfortable low of 20 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index accounting for temperature and humidity will reach 34 degrees Celsius. Keep in mind that these values apply under light winds and shaded conditions. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.